It's your man EBOGWP60, aka EBOGWP5919, Chief Rocker BD's Freestyle Fanatic, Senior Spitterson, Minister of Information and Propaganda for the Mighty, Mighty, Mighty Super Bowl winning PTG Bird Gang. And finally, after years and years of co hosting and people telling me, man, you need to get a podcast, I finally went ahead and did it. I downloaded Anchor, and this is my third podcast of EJ's Dimes of Dope, Rubber Jamal's Dimes of Dope, OGE Bizzle's Dimes of Dope, Freestyle Fanatics Dimes of Dope. Yeah, that's me. Dimes of Dope. Once again, Dimes Assists, like Ben Simmons. This topic is called Magic, and it's called Magic for many reasons. But first, we're going to start off with all the comparisons of the rookie sensation, Ben Simmons, to LeBron James. While he may resemble somewhat the LeBron situation and the fact that him and LeBron is buddies and him and LeBron got the same management and the same agency, if you actually look at his game and stop magically being manipulated by the press clippings and the media and don't look at his connection between him and LeBron and just look at him as a basketball player, his game most resembles Magic Johnson a big, tall point guard who had abnormal point guard skills for a tall man, who saw the floor very well, who ran the floor very well, who was very, 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 very gifted in his ability to pass. But when he first came into the league, he couldn't shoot a jump shot to save his life. Same as Ben Simmons. So to me, he gets all these triple doubles and he has all this success without a legitimate jump shot. Watch his game. He be scoring 18 points a game. He averages 18 points a game, probably eight rebounds and X amount of assists. He almost averages a triple-double. Now, I shouldn't be on my podcast freestyle. I should have actually looked up the statistics before I got on here. But that's one of the great things about Brother Jamal, Brother EJ, and OG Bizzle is my freestyle and rap ability really helps me in this podcasting uh, social media situation because I don't need statistics. I don't need a hype man. I don't need a person to go Google up or Sports Center up or YouTube up something because I actually do it in my life and I got total recall. Now, while I can't give you the exact statistics that Ben Simmons has, I can tell you that he's nearly averaging a triple double and it's 18 points, eight rebounds, nine assists, something like that. But the point I'm trying to make is there hasn't been a rookie in 40 years who do what he do. And the last person that has done it is Magic Johnson, which is why I wanted to call this magic. I also wanted to call this magic because something else is magical. Common sense. Common sense is not that common. Common sense is so uncommon that people look at it like it's a magical ability. Like magically, I've been able to use my mouth to make money my whole life. Now it hasn't been for rapping, but it has been for rapping to people. Rapping to people, rapping about their problems, rapping about their issues. I propose to you that you got to excuse the podcast uh, situation because I'm really out of the pod. A lot of y'all niggas be podcasting in your grandma's motherfucking basement. A lot of y'all be podcasting in your posh suburban townhouse. I'm podcasting in the middle of the trap on second and in the middle of North Philadelphia, Badlands on second and let's just say that I'm close to a street called American Street and it ain't nobody American on the fucking street everybody that lives on American Street was born somewhere the fuck else 
So again, magically, we don't have any common sense. Common sense is so uncommon, it should be a superpower. And here is where people don't have any common sense. Common sense would say, if you're gonna spend most of your life working, and you do spend most of your life working and sleeping and driving back and forth to work. Now, if you take your average 24 hour day of a nine to five working person, and it's even worse for a business owner or somebody that's on the grind and the hustle, because when you're on the grind and the hustle and you don't have the safety net of a paycheck every two weeks, you never sleep because you're always out trying to make money. Point I'm trying to make is it's magical for somebody to think that they're going to spend all their time either working, driving to work, or sleeping, and that they can have a job or a career that they really don't like, and somehow that's not going to affect their life. That's magic if you think that's possible. It's make-believe and hocus-pocus. That's why you should always get a job enjoying what you do. Then therefore, when you get up in the morning, you don't feel like you're going to a death sentence and you're carrying a heavy medicine ball and a big ass ball and chain or you like Atlas holding the world on your shoulders with a mean evil face going to work, which is why you be looking like you be gangbanging on breakfast. I don't understand why you're so mad with your fruit smoothie and yet, you know, whole grain muffin, sister. I don't understand why you're mad, brother. You work for SEPTA. You work for the gas company. You're a police officer. You have a legitimate paycheck in which you probably earn more than $1,000 every two weeks after bills. Maybe even every week if you do overtime. So I don't see what you got to be mad about. Maybe it's because when you was a little kid, you didn't dream about digging up ditches for the water company. Maybe you didn't dream about driving the motherfucking scepter bus. Or maybe you didn't dream about being a suburban station train operator. But I tell you, brother, it's honoring all work and it's better than slaying dope. Huh. It's better than begging off your girl. Huh. Real talk. So again, it's magic for y'all to believe otherwise about certain things in life. You think that insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. That's magic. If you get up every day and get high, and you don't work out or exercise, and you eat fatty fried foods, and you wonder why you're overweight. It's magic for you to believe that you're gonna lose that weight without making some changes in your life. So again, this is called magic because we magically believe that things are gonna happen without us putting in the work to make them happen. It's magic, my brother. Again, common sense is so uncommon, it should be considered a superpower. Here's a more than example of how we don't have common sense. Good morning, Shakita. How are you? How do you know my name? Well, you work for Wendy's and it's right there glued across your nameplate. Again, how do you think I knew your name was Shakita? It's on your nameplate. So why are you asking me, how do I know your name? Because she's become a robot and a slave to her job and she's forgotten that her name is tattooed across her chest and it's there for the world to see. Similar to the young lady who has her son's name tattooed across her neck. And she thinks I'm somewhat of a superhuman and it's magical that I knew her son's name. No, I don't know your son's name, but I know that most females don't get their man tattooed across their neck. I know that most females don't have a good enough relationship with their dad to get their dad's name tattooed across their neck. And while a lot of females are psychotic and disturbed, I don't think that they would get Chris Brown tattooed across their neck unless their son's name was Chris Brown. 
So again, when OGE Bizzle is able to tell you your son's name without ever knowing you, it's because you have your son's name tattooed on your neck. And it's not 100% correct. And I know a lot of you are listening to this saying, oh, I know somebody who don't got their son's name tattooed on their neck. That's right. There's millions of people who don't have their son's tattoo name tattooed on their neck. But from where I stand and from what I see and from the women that I know, very few of them is going to tattoo anybody across their neck that can come and go as they please. And the only man in a woman's life that can't really come and go as he pleases is the fucking son. Because you're always going to have a connection to your mother no matter where you are. Again, that's why this is called Dimes of Dope. Because I'm always dropping dimes of dope. Shit that gets you high. Shit that you ain't never really thought about. But when you really think about it, you're like, damn, that shit is right. I'm always right. That's why I don't have no friends. I don't speak on shit unless I know I'm right. I don't speak on something unless I thought about it for a long, 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 long time. A lot of times I freestyle this shit. I can freestyle my thoughts, but I can't freestyle my feelings. Again, you can lie about your thoughts. You can lie with your words, but you can't lie with your feelings. You can't hide anger and you can't hide love. And again, we're going to bring it back to the word. It's magic for you to think that you can hide anger or love from people. I propose to you that a lot of the stress and the issues and the problems that we go through mentally and physically in life is because we deny our righteous anger that we have at certain people. And because we love them, we try our best not to get angry at them. No, love is not an excuse for you to blindly bend over and get fucked up the ass. No, it's not. Love is not an excuse for you to blindly let your significant other have control over your mind and your money and to constantly get you to do things that you really don't want to do just because you're desperate for some pussy or if you're a female, you're desperate for some dick. There are other dicks and pussies in the world for you to keep going through mental, physical, and emotional trauma because you are an abusive, loveless relationship with a manipulating control who tries to blame all their deficiencies and issues on you. That's called projection, my brother. When somebody has something wrong with them, but they project it off of themselves onto you. Sort of like a movie projector, where somebody projects an image that is not true onto a screen, and you watch it and you believe it, that's projection. So I propose to a lot of you females, and a lot of you guys now, it's in abusive relationships, Y'all not getting y'all ass beat, but y'all getting y'all pride beat. Y'all getting y'all minds beat. Y'all walking around screaming and yelling into the telephone, smoking half ounces every two days, popping perks and zannies. Not because you're miserable and depressed, but because you're going through something with your baby mom. You're going through something with your significant other. And rather than punch her fucking teeth out, you decide to do drugs to calm down. So now you got another bitch, perk 30. So now you got another bitch, zannies. And all three of them is killing Woo! Too much so. And no, I'm not angry. And no, I'm not upset. I'm just self-awake and aware to know that in order for my mental and physical survival, I can no longer associate myself with people who continually drain energy from the battery of my life. And if you look at energy as time, money, and weed, then people are always draining your battery. Even my youngest that tell me I'm their father figure and I'm the father they never had, they can't tell me that. They tell other people. They get back to me third hand 
Because to tell another man that you love him is to be almost to be thought of as a faggot, to almost be thought of as weak. Today, when I was walking on my way to work to get on the subway, I heard the old heads hacking in front of the youngs, the little sausage spot on Broad Erie, Germantown Erie. And they was talking about one of their homies who had lost somebody. And they was talking about how he was crying like a baby. And they was saying it like it was almost unnatural. Like he was somehow less of a man. Like when he come back on the corner, they gonna give him the side eye because they saw him crying like a baby. Well, I propose to you that when you lose a loved one or when something traumatic happens to you, it's natural to cry like a baby. And because you don't cry like a baby, it's like having to take a shit and not taking a shit. What do you think happens to your insides when you constantly have to shit and don't shit? Well, let's look at mental shit. Now, you tell me that somebody in your family died, you lost somebody, and you didn't cry, and because you did cry, somehow your friends are looking at you like you soft or you less than a man, and you wonder why niggas lose their fucking mind, and you wonder why niggas is always uptight and angry, we can't show emotion. When we show emotion, we get looked at as less than a man. The only fucking emotion that people respect from a dude is anger and thirst. That's what we're supposed to be, angry and thirsty. If we thoughtful, if we calm, we don't care. If we indifferent and we laid back, we pussy. If we don't fuck every woman that moves and comment on every ass that go by, we half a faggot and let's watch him. It's just, it's tiring, man. It's like, it's like we walk around acting like something we're not. And it's magic to think otherwise. And if I may quote the brother A.R. Ad, it's magic that y'all niggas keep telling me that real niggas is real only because they either shoot people or have money. Having a violent reputation on the street and having your bag right don't make you real. What make you real is if you really like art and you run around drawing art no matter what none of your friends say about you. That's what makes you real. What makes you real is if you really are a weirdo and you really like skateboarding and, and wearing tight pants and drawing pictures and smelling the flowers, you shouldn't have waited till Little Wayne did it till you thought it was cool to do it. To me, that's somebody that's fake. That's somebody that's fraud. That's somebody that needs to get outed. Somebody who is weird because they legitimately weird, that's cool. Because for it to be somebody cool, it gotta be somebody weird. And I'm gonna tell you something that I've learned in different years. The weirdos is women. Everybody that I thought was cool when I was 15, at 50, they either dead, in jail, hacking on the corner, married to some bitch that they don't like with some kids that they can't afford and they constantly in somebody's bar or some other bro's crib or some other nigga's crib running away from their family. You could call it chilling, you could call it hanging, you could call it hustling, but at the end of the day, y'all niggas is running away from the family that you get mad at me because you say I don't create. The reason I don't have a fucking family is because the son I had, I had without me knowing I had him. Now I'm gonna say that again. Condoms pop. 
people pull motherfuckers out of clubs and they don't even remember their names because they be so high. And I propose to you that a lot of the anger that the young people that we have, it's not magic how they got it. It's not magic that they know that they are accident. It's not magic that they know that they mama and they daddy don't give a fuck about each other because they mama and they daddy constantly talk shit about each other in the presence of the child. No matter what beef my mom and my dad had and any of my mom and dad friends that I ever had a chance to associate with, they did not air their beef in front of us. Nowadays, guys and girls think nothing but airing the mom or the dad out right in front of the kid. And they think that because they didn't gave the kid the iPhone to babysit them while they smoke they weed and do whatever it is they really want to do. Because they really don't want to babysit the kid. You're doing it because the courts is making it. You're doing it because an old head like me then checked you so many times in my rhymes and checked you so many times without really checking you. I'm just talking. I'm really not talking about you, but I am talking about you and you taking it personal. And that's why y'all niggas be leaving every time I start talking. Because y'all don't got enough heart to tell me to shut the fuck up like you really want to. Because it's the truth and it's hurting your feeling. So you leave because you can't take it. That's real. And don't tell me it's not real because it happened to me when niggas do it to me. But I stand there and I take I take them slings and arrows. You know what I'm saying? Because steel sharp and steel. But y'all niggas was raised by a bunch of women. And this ain't no disrespect to no women. God bless all y'all single women. But I'm going to tell you this. When a nigga turn 12 or 11 or 10, well, I don't know what all these GMOs and all this puberty estrogen shit but once you start getting hair on your penis and your underarms and your dick be hard every morning, nothing you say matters, mom. Nothing you say after that matters because you don't have a penis. And no matter how hard you try to grow one, you don't have one. That's why they go to the streets and that's why they fuck with Tyrone and OG Black and all the rest of the niggas that you say you can't stand. Because at the end of the day, as much as I love y'all, it gotta come from a man and it's gonna be a thousand people that listen to this that's gonna attack me and call me names and whatever whatever you angry you thirsty you ain't got this you ain't got that somebody told me i hurt okay i understand all that but listen to this i've been working with your kids for 20 some years and anybody that know me know i am a father figure to a lot of people and they tell me a lot of shit that they don't put on Instagram. They tell me a lot of shit that they don't put on Facebook. And they tell me a lot of shit that they don't tell you about you. Maybe not you that's listening, but somebody somewhere knows what I'm talking about. You can't keep running down Delaware Avenue. You can't keep running down Old City having strange people watch your kids and think everything is honky-dory 365 days a year. Because it's not. It's not. And even if ain't nobody doing nothing crazy to them, the fact that they know deep down inside that you rather would be out chilling doing you than spending time with your kids, that hurts them. And no amount of Instagramming and no amount of Jordans and no amount of Playstations and trips to Disney World is going to make up that shit. Because I tell you this, anybody that ever been to Mount Airy, anybody that ever been out to the suburbs and dealt with some of them suburban rich hoi polloi, white and black folk, know that some of them suburban rich get everything they want spoil rotten kids is some of the worst motherfuckers that god ever created because they have not learned the meaning of the word no and again 
it's magic for you to think that you can raise a child that never knows the meaning of the word no into anything but a spoiled rotten brat in a pump who runs whenever something goes wrong who whenever somebody tells them no they go into a hissy fit lose their mind suck their teeth mumble under their breath and act just like the mama that raised them so again it's magic for you to keep raising kids who can't read and write and still you reward them with Jordans. They get F's on their report card, get suspended from school, and y'all come up there wanting to argue with the teacher instead of trying to figure out what's going on with your child that's making them snap out in the school like this. And I don't want y'all to do me like y'all did Kanye. And I don't want y'all to do me like y'all did Bill Cosby. But realize what I'm saying is 100% true. I am in one of the worst traps in America at the moment that I'm speaking this to you. Motorcycles, dirt bikes, aliases, Hectors and Raphaels, the cartel is making dope sales and traps all around me as I speak to you. At any moment, we could get run down on by the highway patrol and they could smell something coming out this car. So don't hand me the sellout don't hand me the I don't know. I know. I'm in the middle of it. But somebody got to say something, bro. Because it's magic. See how everything goes back to the word magic? I'm learning. People tell me that I talk a lot. People tell me that I rant and I rave and, you know, you talk forever. No, I'm saying something. How come the boy talking about all the people he shot or lying on his dick? How come he don't ever talk too much? How come the bull arguing about who's better between LeBron and Kobe? How come he don't never talk to you? How come it's always the bulls that's dropping jewels and scents and talking about shit that make you think? How come we always talk to you? Because I tell you like this, it's magic if you think a bunch of drugged out, burnt out, devilistic, satanistic, child sacrificing, ritualistic masons are going to do anything to help the 85% of the deaf, dumb, and blind people be more than anything but more deaf, dumb, and blind. Because that's how they make their money, making you deaf, dumb, and blind. It's magic for you to think that somebody who gets paid off of you being in slavery is ever going to offer you anything that's going to free you. You niggas is like a bunch of sheep thinking the wolf's gonna let you stop being a dinner. I'm a Satan. Expecting the wolf to stop making you his dinner. It's magic for you to think that a wolf is not gonna keep eating up the sheep. And I propose to you that our people have been turned so much into sheep that I have a word for it. I call them the sheeple. The new Jordans is coming out. I got to get them. Kanye is crazy. What he said, he, he, he worships George Bush. He worships the devil. And I'm going to say this, and y'all not going to like it. I don't agree with what Kanye said, but when you get down to the bottom line, he's 100% right. You didn't have a choice of whether or not you went into slavery, but you had a choice whether or not you jumped over that fucking slave ship and a lot of our ancestors jumped off the slave ship. A lot of our ancestors fought to the death knowing they was gonna die because they knew that death was better than slavery. 
and Killmonger in that movie that you motherfucking Black Power Rangers want to quote so much. I actually finally saw the movie. Killmonger was the hero of the movie. And the last thing he said was, no, and I'm paraphrasing here, punk pussy motherfucker. I don't want you to bury me. Throw me in the ocean with the rest of my ancestors who knew death was better than slavery. So I ask you again, why, what kind of, because I didn't hear what he said, but from what I'm told, he said that slavery was a choice. Okay, slavery wasn't a choice, but whether or not you jumped off that slave ship was a choice. So I'm taking it to another level. I'm saying that death is better than slavery. I'm saying that a lot of our ancestors chose to die rather than come over here. Now, some of you would say that if everybody chose that route, there wouldn't be none of us here. I would say that you're wrong and that we've been here since day one. You just call them Indians. You just call them natives. But if you actually studied and researched instead of just going off fantasy, rumor, innuendo, stereotype, and what you heard, if you actually researched it, and read a book by Ivan Van Sertiman called They Came Before Columbus, you would know that our people have been coming here for thousands of years. If you took a trip to Mexico and looked at the Olmec heads, you would see the same similarities of the Egyptian pharaohs and the Sphinx. And I propose to you that if black people built that or people of a darker culture or color built that and they looked the same, what makes you think they didn't do the same thing in Mexico? And these things is thousands of years before Columbus. And I could keep going on and on and on, but I digress. It's magic for y'all to think that the lion is ever going to get a chance to tell the story. The hunter is always the one to tell the story. And the hunter ain't going to tell you nothing except how he won the hunt. He ain't going to tell you about all the lions that whooped his ass. He ain't going to tell you about all the lions that tore them hunters up. He only going to show you the trophy of the big lion that he shot. So again, it's magic for you lions to think that you won't learn anything from the hunter except how to get caught. <laughs> so, you know, hopefully these dimes of dope ain't going too far over y'all heads. I'm really trying to give you parables like the boy y'all call Jesus. And again, it's magic for so many people to blindly worship. Well, I'm not going to go there. But... I'm just going to say this, the letter J is only 600 years old, so if there really was somebody who did all that that y'all say he did, his name certainly wasn't Jesus. So again, it's magic for you motherfuckers to tell me that somebody who lived 2,000 years ago was named after a letter that only became known 600 years ago. And it's also magic for you people to tell me that they wrote the Bible when nobody during that time wrote. That's why it was called the oral tradition. Oral tradition, oral. Word of mouth, storytelling. Thank you very much. It's magic for y'all to believe otherwise. So again, dimes of dope, magic. We started out with Ben Simmons. We ended up with Jesus. And I propose to you that if Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid somehow magically, <laughs> see how that tied in? 
magically bring an NBA title in Philadelphia, he'll be the new Jesus, at least in Philadelphia. Well, it'd be a holy trinity. Ben Simmons, Carson Wentz, and Meek Mills. <laughs> EJ's dimes are dope there. Side it off. Peace. Shaman EBOG WP60, aka EBOG WP5919, Chief Rocker BD's Freestyle Fanatic, Senior Spitters, Minister of Information and Propaganda for the Mighty, Mighty, Mighty Super Bowl winning PTG Bird Gang. And finally, after years and years of co hosting and people telling me, man, you need to get a podcast, I finally went ahead and did it. I downloaded Anchor, and this is my third podcast of EJ's Dimes of Dope. Brother Jamal's Dimes of Dope. OGE Bizzles, Dimes of Dope. Freestyle Fanatics, Dimes of Dope. Yeah, that's me. Dimes of Dope. Once again, Dimes, Assists, like Ben Simmons. This topic is called Magic, and it's called Magic for many reasons. But first, we're going to start off with all the comparisons of the rookie sensation, Ben Simmons, to LeBron James. While he may resemble somewhat the LeBron situation and the fact that him and LeBron is buddies and him and LeBron got the same management and the same agency. If you actually look at his game and stop magically being manipulated by the press clippings and the media and don't look at his connection between him and LeBron and just look at him as a basketball player, his game most resembles Magic Johnson a big, tall point guard who had abnormal point guard skills for a tall man, who saw the floor very well, who ran the floor very well, who was very, 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 very gifted in his ability to pass. But when he first came into the league, he couldn't shoot a jump shot to save his life. Same as Ben Simmons. So to me, he gets all these triple doubles and he has all this success without a legitimate jump shot. Watch his game. He be scoring 18 points a game. He averages 18 points a game, probably eight rebounds, an X amount of assists. He almost averages a triple-double. Now, I shouldn't be on my podcast freestyling. I should have actually looked up the statistics before I got on here, but that's one of the great things about Brother Jamal, Brother EJ, and OG Bizzle is my freestyling rap ability really helps me in this podcasting uh, social media situation because I don't need statistics. I don't need a hype man. I don't need a person to go Google up or sports center up or YouTube up something because I actually do it in my life and I got total recall. Now, while I can't give you the exact statistics that Ben Simmons has, I can tell you that he's nearly averaging a triple double and it's 18 points, eight rebounds, nine assists, something like that. But the point I'm trying to make is there hasn't been a rookie in 40 years who do what he do. And the last person that has done it is Magic Johnson, which is why I wanted to call this magic. I also wanted to call this magic because something else is magical. Common sense. Common sense is not that common. Common sense is so uncommon that people look at it like it's a magical ability. Like magically, I've been able to use my mouth to make money my whole life. Now, it hasn't been for rapping, but it has been for rapping to people rapping to people, rapping about their problems, rapping about their issues. I propose to you that you got to excuse the podcast uh, situation because I'm really out of the pod. A lot of y'all niggas be podcasting in your grandma's motherfucking basement. A lot of y'all be podcasting in your posh suburban townhouse. I'm podcasting 
in the middle of the trap on second and in the middle of North Philadelphia Badlands on second and let's just say that I'm close to a street called American Street and it ain't nobody American on the fucking street. Everybody that lives on American Street was born somewhere the fuck else. So again, magically, we don't have any common sense. Common sense is so uncommon, it should be a superpower. And here is where people don't have any common sense. Common sense would say, if you're going to spend most of your life working, and you do spend most of your life working and sleeping and driving back and forth to work. Now, if you take your average 24-hour day of a nine-to-five working person, and it's even worse for a business owner or somebody that's on the grind and the hustle, because when you're on the grind and the hustle and you don't have the safety net of a paycheck every two weeks, you never sleep because you're always out trying to make money. Point I'm trying to make is it's magical for somebody to think that they're going to spend all their time either working, driving to work, or sleeping, and that they can have a job or a career that they really don't like, and somehow that's not going to affect their life. That's magic if you think that's possible. It's make-believe and hocus-pocus. That's why you should always get a job enjoying what you do. Then, therefore, when you get up in the morning, you don't feel like you're going to a death sentence and you're carrying a heavy medicine ball and a big-ass ball and chain or you like Atlas holding the world on your shoulders with a mean, evil face going to work, which is why you'd be looking like you'd be gangbanging on breakfast. I don't understand why you're so mad with your fruit smoothie and yet you know, whole grain muffin, sister. I don't understand why you're mad, brother. You work for SEPTA. You work for the gas company. You're a police officer. You have a legitimate paycheck in which you probably earn more than $1,000 every two weeks after bills, maybe even every week if you do overtime. So I don't see what you got to be mad about. Maybe it's because when you was a little kid, you didn't dream about digging up ditches for the water company. Maybe you didn't dream about driving the motherfucking SEPTA bus. Or maybe you didn't dream about being a suburban station train operator. But I tell you, brother, it's honoring all work. And it's better than slaying dope. Huh. It's better than begging off your girl. Huh. Real talk. So again, it's magic for y'all to believe otherwise about certain things in life. You think that insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. That's magic. If you get up every day and get high and you don't work out or exercise and you eat fatty fried foods and you wonder why you're overweight, it's magic for you to believe that you're going to lose that weight without making some changes in your life. So again, this is called magic because we magically believe that things are going to happen without us putting in the work to make them happen. It's magic, my brother. Again, Common sense is so uncommon, it should be considered a superpower. Here's a more of example of how we don't have common sense. Good morning, Shakita. How are you? How do you know my name? Well, you work for Wendy's, and it's right there glued across your nameplate. Again, how do you think I knew your name was Shakita? It's on your nameplate. So why are you asking me, how do I know your name? Because she's become a robot and a slave to her job, and she's forgotten that her name is tattooed across her chest and it's there for the world to see. Similar to the young lady who has her son's name tattooed across her neck and she thinks I'm somewhat of a superhuman and it's magical that I knew her son's name. No, I don't know your son's name. 
But I know that most females don't get their man tattooed across their neck. I know that most females don't have a good enough relationship with their dad to get their dad's name tattooed across their neck. And while a lot of females are psychotic and disturbed, I don't think that they would get Chris Brown tattooed across their neck unless their son's name was Chris Brown. So again, when OGE Bizzle is able to tell you your son's name without ever knowing you, it's because you have your son's name tattooed on your neck. And it's not 100% correct. And I know a lot of you are listening to this saying, oh, I know somebody who don't got their son's name tattooed on their neck. That's right. There's millions of people who don't have their son's tattoo name tattooed on their neck. But from where I stand and from what I see and from the women that I know, very few of them is going to tattoo anybody across their neck that can come and go as they please. And the only man in a woman's life that can't really come and go as he pleases is the fucking son. Because you're always going to have a connection to your mother no matter where you are. Again, that's why this is called dimes of dope. Because I'm always dropping dimes of dope. Shit that gets you high. Shit that you ain't never really thought about. But when you really think about it, you're like, damn, that shit is right. I'm always right. That's why I don't have no friends. I don't speak on shit unless I know I'm right. I don't speak on something unless I thought about it for a long, 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 long time. A lot of times I freestyle this shit. I can freestyle my thoughts, but I can't freestyle my feelings. Again, you can lie about your thoughts. You can lie with your words, but you can't lie with your feelings. You can't hide anger and you can't hide love. And again, we're going to bring it back to the word. It's magic for you to think that you can hide anger or love from people. I propose to you that a lot of the stress and the issues and the problems that we go through mentally and physically in life is because we deny our righteous anger that we have at certain people. And because we love them, we try our best not to get angry at them. No, love is not an excuse for you to blindly bend over and get fucked up the ass. No, it's not. Love is not an excuse for you to blindly let your significant other have control over your mind and your money and to constantly get you to do things that you really don't want to do just because you're desperate for some pussy or if you're a female, you're desperate for some dick. There are other dicks and pussies in the world for you to keep going through mental, physical, and emotional trauma because you are an abusive, loveless relationship with a manipulating controller who tries to blame all their deficiencies and issues on you. That's called projection, my brother. When somebody has something wrong with them, but they project it off of themselves onto you. Sort of like a movie projector where somebody projects an image that is not true onto a screen and you watch it and you believe it. That's projection. So I propose to a lot of you females and a lot of you guys now that's in abusive relationships. Y'all not getting y'all ass beat, but y'all getting y'all pride beat. Y'all getting y'all minds beat. Y'all walking around screaming and yelling into the telephone, smoking half ounces every two days, popping perks and zannies. Not because you're miserable and depressed, but because you're going through something with your baby mom. You're going through something with your significant other. And rather than punch her fucking teeth out, you decide to do drugs to calm down. So now you got another bitch, perk 30. So now you're not another bitch, zanny. And all three of them is killing you. Woo! Too much so. And no... I'm not angry, and no, I'm not upset. I'm just self-awake and aware to know that in order for my mental and physical survival, I can no longer associate myself with people who continually drain energy from the battery of my life. 
And if you look at energy as time, money, and weed, then people are always draining your battery. Even my youngins that tell me I'm their father figure and I'm the father they never had, they can't tell me that. They tell other people. They get back to me third hand because to tell another man that you love him is to be almost to be thought of as a faggot, to almost be thought of as weak. Today, when I was walking on my way to work to get on the subway, I heard the old heads hacking in front of the Young's, the little sausage spot on Broad and Erie, or Germantown and Erie. And they was talking about one of their homies who had lost somebody. And they was talking about how he was crying like a baby. And they was saying it like it was almost unnatural. Like he was somehow less of a man. Like when he come back on the corner, they gonna give him the side eye because they saw him crying like a baby. Well, I propose to you that when you lose a loved one or when something traumatic happens to you, it's natural to cry like a baby. And because you don't cry like a baby, it's like having to take a shit and not taking a shit. What do you think happens to your insides when you constantly have to shit and don't shit? Well, let's look at mental shit. Now, you tell me that somebody in your family died, you lost somebody, and you didn't cry? And because you did cry, somehow your friends are looking at you like you soft or you less than a man? And you wonder why niggas lose their fucking mind? And you wonder why niggas is always uptight and angry? We can't show emotion. When we show emotion, we get looked at as less than a man. The only fucking emotion that people respect from a dude is anger. And thirst. That's what we're supposed to be. Angry and thirsty. If we thoughtful, if we calm, we don't care. If we indifferent and we laid back, we pussy. If we don't fuck every woman that move and comment on every ass that go by, we half a faggot and let's watch him. It's just, it's tiring, man. It's like, it's like we walk around acting like something we not. And it's magic to think otherwise. And if I may quote the brother A.R. Ad, it's magic that y'all niggas keep telling me that real niggas is real only because they either shoot people or have money. Having a violent reputation on the street and having your bag right don't make you real. What make you real is if you really like art and you run around drawing art no matter what none of your friends say about you. That's what makes you real. What makes you real is if you really are a weirdo and you really like skateboarding and, and wearing tight pants and drawing pictures and smelling the flowers, you shouldn't have waited till Little Wayne did it till you thought it was cool to do it. To me, that's somebody that's fake. That's somebody that's fraud. That's somebody that need to get outed. Somebody who is weird because they legitimately weird, that's cool. Because for it to be somebody cool, it gotta be somebody weird. And I'm going to tell you something that I've learned in 50 years. The weirdos is winning. Everybody that I thought was cool when I was 15, at 50, they either dead, in jail, hacking on the corner, married to some bitch that they don't like with some kids that they can't afford, and they constantly in somebody's bar or some other broad's crib or some other nigga's crib running away from their family. You could call it chilling. You could call it hanging. You could call it hustling. But at the end of the day, y'all niggas is running away from the family that you get mad at me 
because you say I don't create. The reason I don't have a fucking family is because the son I had, I had without me knowing I had him. Now, I'm going to say that again. Condoms pop. People pull motherfuckers out of clubs and they don't even remember their names because they be so high. And I propose to you that a lot of the anger that the young people that we have, it's not magic how they got it. It's not magic that they know that they are accident. It's not magic that they know that they mama and they daddy don't give a fuck about each other because they mama and they daddy constantly talk shit about each other in the presence of the child. No matter what beef my mom and my dad had and any of my mom and dad friends that I ever had a chance to associate with, they did not air their beef in front of us. Nowadays, guys and girls think nothing of airing the mom or the dad out right in front of the kid. And they think that because they didn't gave the kid the iPhone to babysit them while they smoke their weed and do whatever it is they really want to do because they really don't want to babysit the kid. You're doing it because the courts is making you. You're doing it because an old head like me then checked you so many times in my rhymes and checked you so many times without really checking you. I'm just talking. I'm really not talking about you, but I am talking about you and you taking it personal. And that's why y'all niggas be leaving every time I start talking because y'all don't got enough heart to tell me to shut the fuck up like you really want to because it's the truth and it's hurting your feelings. So you leave because you can't take it. That's real. And don't tell me it's not real because it happened to me when niggas do it to me. But I stand there and I take it. I take them slings and arrows. You know what I'm saying? Because steel sharpens steel. But y'all niggas was raised by a bunch of women. And this ain't no disrespect to no women. God bless all y'all single women. But I'm going to tell you this. When a nigga turned 12 or 11 or 10, well, I don't know what all these GMOs and all this puberty estrogen shit. But once you start getting hair on your penis and your underarms and your dick be hard every morning, nothing you say matters, mom. Nothing you say after that matters because you don't have a penis. And no matter how hard you try to grow one, you don't have one. That's why they go to the streets and that's why they fuck with Tyrone and OG Black and all the rest of them niggas that you say you can't stand. Because at the end of the day, as much as I love y'all, it gotta come from a man. And it's gonna be a thousand people that listen to this that's gonna attack me and call me names and whatever, whatever. You angry, you thirsty, you ain't got this, you ain't got that. Somebody told me I hurt. Okay, I understand all that. But listen to this. I've been working with your kids for 20 some years. And anybody that know me know, I am a father figure to a lot of people. And they tell me a lot of shit that they don't put on Instagram. They tell me a lot of shit that they don't put on Facebook. And they tell me a lot of shit that they don't tell you about you. Maybe not you that's listening, but somebody somewhere knows what I'm talking about. You can't keep running down Delaware Avenue. You can't keep running down Old City having strange people watch your kids and think everything is honky-dory 365 days a year. Because it's not. It's not. And even if ain't nobody doing nothing crazy to them, the fact that they know deep down inside that you rather would be out chilling doing you than spending time with your kids, that hurts them. And no amount of Instagramming and no amount of Jordans and no amount of Playstations and trips to Disney World is going to make up for that shit. Because I tell you this, anybody that ever been to Mount Airy, 
anybody that ever been out to the suburbs and dealt with some of them suburban rich hoi polloi white and black folk know that some of them suburban rich get everything they want spoil rotten kids is some of the worst motherfuckers that god ever created because they have not learned the meaning of the word no and again it's magic for you to think that you can raise a child that never knows the meaning of the word no into anything but a spoiled rotten brat and a punk who runs whenever something goes wrong who whenever somebody tells them no they go into a hissy fit lose their mind suck their teeth mumble under their breath and act just like the mama that raised them so again it's magic for you to keep raising kids who can't read and write and still you reward them with jordans they get f's on their report card get suspended from school and y'all come up there wanting to argue with the teacher instead of trying to figure out what's going on with your child that's making them snap out in the school like this and i don't want y'all to do me like y'all did kanye and i don't want y'all to do me like y'all did bill cosby but realize what i'm saying is 100 percent true i am in one of the worst traps in america at the moment that i'm speaking this to you motorcycles dirt bikes aliases hectors and raphael's the cartel is making dope sales and traps all around me as i speak to you at any moment we could get run down on by the highway patrol and they could smell something coming out this car so don't hand me the sellout don't hand me the i don't know i know i'm in the middle of it but somebody gotta say something bro because it's magic see how everything goes back to the word magic i'm learning People tell me that I talk a lot. People tell me that I rant and I rave and, you know, you talk forever. No, I'm saying something. How come the boy talking about all the people he shot or lying on his dick? How come he don't never talk too much? How come the boy arguing about who better between LeBron and Kobe? How come he don't never talk too much? How come it's always the boys that's dropping jewels and scents and talking about shit that make you think? How come we always talk too much? Because I tell you like this, it's magic if you think a bunch of drugged out, burnt out, devilistic, satanistic, child sacrificing, ritualistic masons are going to do anything to help the 85% of the deaf, dumb, and blind people be more than anything but more deaf, dumb, and blind. Because that's how they make their money, making you deaf, dumb, and blind. It's magic for you to think that somebody who gets paid off of you being in slavery is ever going to offer you anything that's going to free you. You niggas is like a bunch of sheep thinking the wolf's going to let you stop being a dinner. I'm a Satan. Expecting the wolf to stop making you his dinner. It's magic for you to think that a wolf is not going to keep eating up the sheep. And I propose to you that our people have been turned so much into sheep that I have a word for it. I call them the sheeple. The new Jordans is coming out. I got to get them. Kanye is crazy. What he said, he worships George Bush. He worships the devil. And I'm going to say this and y'all not going to like it. I don't agree with what Kanye said. But when you get down to the bottom line, he's 100% right. You didn't have a choice of whether or not you went into slavery. 
But you had a choice whether or not you jumped over that fucking slave ship. And a lot of our ancestors jumped off the slave ship. A lot of our ancestors fought to the death knowing they was going to die because they knew that death was better than slavery. And Killmonger in that movie that you motherfucking Black Power Rangers want to quote so much, I actually finally saw the movie. Killmonger was the hero of the movie. And the last thing he said was, no, and I'm paraphrasing here, punk pussy motherfucker, I don't want you to bury me. Throw me in the ocean with the rest of my ancestors who knew death was better than slavery. So I ask you again, why, what kind of, because I didn't hear what he said, but from what I'm told, he said that slavery was a choice. Okay, slavery wasn't a choice, but whether or not you jumped off that slave ship was a choice. So I'm taking it to another level. I'm saying that death is better than slavery. I'm saying that a lot of our ancestors chose to die rather than come over here. Now, some of you would say that if everybody chose that route, there wouldn't be none of us here. I would say that you're wrong and that we've been here since day one. You just call them Indians. You just call them natives. But if you actually studied and researched instead of just going off fantasy, rumor, innuendo, stereotype, and what you heard, if you actually researched it and read a book by Ivan Van Serta McCall, they came before Columbus, you would know that our people have been coming here for thousands of years. If you took a trip to Mexico and looked at the Olmec heads, you would see the same similarities of the Egyptian pharaohs and the Sphinx. And I propose to you that if black people built that or people of a darker culture or color built that and they look the same, what makes you think they didn't do the same thing in Mexico? And these things is thousands of years before Columbus. And I could keep going on and on and on, but I digress. It's magic for y'all to think that the lion is ever going to get a chance to tell the story. The hunter is always the one to tell the story. And the hunter ain't going to tell you nothing except how he won the hunt. He ain't going to tell you about all the lions that whooped his ass. He ain't going to tell you about all the lions that tore them hunters up. He only going to show you the trophy of the big lion that he shot. So again, it's magic for you lions to think that you won't learn anything from the hunter except how to get caught. <laughs> so, you know, hopefully these dimes of dope ain't going too far over y'all heads. I'm really trying to give you parables like the boy y'all call Jesus. And again, it's magic for so many people to blindly worship. Well, I'm not going to go there, but I'm just going to say this. The letter J is only 600 years old. So if there really was somebody who did all that that y'all say he did, his name certainly wasn't Jesus. So again, it's magic for you motherfuckers to tell me that somebody who lived 2,000 years ago was named after a letter that only became known 600 years ago. And it's also magic for you people to tell me that they wrote the Bible when nobody during that time wrote. That's why it was called the oral tradition. Oral tradition, oral. Word of mouth, storytelling. Thank you very much. 
it's magic for y'all to believe otherwise. So, again, dimes are dope. Magic. We started out with Ben Simmons. We ended up with Jesus. And I propose to you that if Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid somehow magically, <laughs> see how that tied in? Magically bring an NBA title to Philadelphia, he'll be the new Jesus, at least in Philadelphia. Well, it'll be a holy trinity. Ben Simmons, Carson Wentz, and Meek Mills. <laughs> EJ's dimes are dope, man. Side it off. Peace. Shaman EBOGWP60, aka EBOGWP5919, Chief Rocker BD's Freestyle Fanatic, Senior Spitters, Minister of Information and Propaganda for the Mighty, Mighty, Mighty Super Bowl winning PTG Bird Gang. And finally, after years and years of co hosting and people telling me, man, you need to get a podcast, I finally went ahead and did it. I downloaded Anchor, and this is my third podcast of EJ's Dimes of Dope. Brother Jamal's Dimes of Dope. OGE Bizzles, Dimes of Dope. Freestyle Fanatics, Dimes of Dope. Yeah, that's me. Dimes of Dope. Once again, Dimes, Assists, like Ben Simmons. This topic is called Magic, and it's called Magic for many reasons. But first, we're going to start off with all the comparisons of the rookie sensation, Ben Simmons, to LeBron James. While he may resemble somewhat the LeBron situation and the fact that him and LeBron is buddies and him and LeBron got the same management and the same agency. If you actually look at his game and stop magically being manipulated by the press clippings and the media and don't look at his connection between him and LeBron and just look at him as a basketball player, his game most resembles Magic Johnson a big, tall point guard who had abnormal point guard skills for a tall man, who saw the floor very well, who ran the floor very well, who was very, 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 very gifted in his ability to pass. But when he first came into the league, he couldn't shoot a jump shot to save his life. Same as Ben Simmons. So to me, he gets all these triple doubles and he has all this success without a legitimate jump shot. Watch his game. He be scoring 18 points a game. He averages 18 points a game, probably eight rebounds, an X amount of assists. He almost averages a triple-double. Now, I shouldn't be on my podcast freestyling. I should have actually looked up the statistics before I got on here. But that's one of the great things about Brother Jamal, Brother EJ, and OG Bizzle is my freestyling rap ability really helps me in this podcasting uh, social media situation because I don't need statistics. I don't need a hype man. I don't need a person to go Google up or sports center up or YouTube up something because I actually do it in my life and I got total recall. Now, while I can't give you the exact statistics that Ben Simmons has, I can tell you that he's nearly averaging a triple double and it's 18 points, eight rebounds, nine assists, something like that. But the point I'm trying to make is there hasn't been a rookie in 40 years who do what he do. And the last person that has done it is Magic Johnson, which is why I wanted to call this magic. I also wanted to call this magic because something else is magical. Common sense. Common sense is not that common. Common sense is so uncommon that people look at it like it's a magical ability. Like magically, I've been able to use my mouth to make money my whole life. Now, it hasn't been for rapping, but it has been for rapping to people. Rapping to people, rapping about their problems, rapping about their issues. I propose to you that 
you got to excuse the podcast uh, situation because I'm really out of the pod. A lot of y'all niggas be podcasting in your grandma's motherfucking basement. A lot of y'all be podcasting in your posh suburban townhouse. I'm podcasting in the middle of the trap on second and in the middle of North Philadelphia Badlands on second and let's just say that I'm close to a street called American Street and it ain't nobody American on the fucking street. Everybody that lives on American Street was born somewhere the fuck else. So again, magically, we don't have any common sense. Common sense is so uncommon, it should be a superpower. And here is where people don't have any common sense. Common sense would say, if you're going to spend most of your life working, and you do spend most of your life working and sleeping and driving back and forth to work. Now, if you take your average 24-hour day of a nine-to-five working person, and it's even worse for a business owner or somebody that's on the grind and the hustle, because when you're on the grind and the hustle and you don't have the safety net of a paycheck every two weeks, you never sleep because you're always out trying to make money. Point I'm trying to make is it's magical for somebody to think that they're going to spend all their time either working, driving to work, or sleeping, and that they can have a job or a career that they really don't like, and somehow that's not going to affect their life. That's magic if you think that's possible. It's make-believe and hocus-pocus. That's why you should always get a job enjoying what you do then therefore, when you get up in the morning, you don't feel like you're going to a death sentence and you're carrying a heavy medicine ball and a big ass ball and chain or you like Atlas holding the world on your shoulders with a mean evil face going to work, which is why you be looking like you be gangbanging on breakfast. I don't understand why you're so mad with your fruit smoothie and yet, you know, whole grain muffin, sister. I don't understand why you're mad, brother. You work for SEPTA. You work for the gas company. You're a police officer. You have a legitimate paycheck in which you probably earn more than $1,000 every two weeks after bills, maybe even every week if you do overtime. So I don't see what you got to be mad about. Maybe it's because when you was a little kid, you didn't dream about digging up ditches for the water company. Maybe you didn't dream about driving the motherfucking SEPTA bus, or maybe you didn't dream about being a suburban station train operator. But I tell you, brother, it's honoring all work, and it's better than slaying dope. Huh. It's better than begging off your girl. Huh. Real talk. So again, it's magic for y'all to believe otherwise about certain things in life. You think that insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. That's magic. If you get up every day and get high and you don't work out or exercise and you eat fatty fried foods and you wonder why you're overweight, it's magic for you to believe that you're going to lose that weight without making some changes in your life. So again, this is called magic because we magically believe that things are going to happen without us putting in the work to make them happen. It's magic, my brother. Again, common sense is so uncommon, it should be considered a superpower. Here's some more of example of how we don't have common sense. Good morning, Shakita. How are you? How do you know my name? Well, you work for Wendy's, and it's right there glued across your nameplate. Again, how do you think I knew your name was Shakita? It's on your nameplate. So why are you asking me, how do I know your name? Because she's become a robot and a slave to her job, and she's forgotten that her name is tattooed across her chest. 
and it is there for the world to see. Similar to the young lady who has her son's name tattooed across her neck, and she thinks I'm somewhat of a superhuman, and it's magical that I knew her son's name. No, I don't know your son's name, but I know that most females don't get their man tattooed across their neck. I know that most females don't have a good enough relationship with their dad to get their dad's name tattooed across their neck. And while a lot of females are psychotic and disturbed, I don't think that they would get Chris Brown tattooed across their neck unless their son's name was Chris Brown. So again, when OGE Bizzle is able to tell you your son's name without ever knowing you, it's because you have your son's name tattooed on your neck. And it's not 100% correct. And I know a lot of you are listening to this saying, oh, I know somebody who don't got their son's name tattooed on their neck. That's right. There's millions of people who don't have their son's tattoo name tattooed on their neck. But from where I stand and from what I see and from the women that I know, very few of them is going to tattoo anybody across their neck that can come and go as they please. And the only man in a woman's life that can't really come and go as he pleases is the fucking son. Because you're always going to have a connection to your mother no matter where you are. Again, that's why this is called dimes of dope. Because I'm always dropping dimes of dope. Shit that gets you high. Shit that you ain't never really thought about. But when you really think about it, you're like, damn, that shit is right. I'm always right. That's why I don't have no friends. I don't speak on shit unless I know I'm right. I don't speak on something unless I thought about it for a long, 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 long time. A lot of times I freestyle this shit. I can freestyle my thoughts, but I can't freestyle my feelings. Again. You can lie about your thoughts. You can lie with your words, but you can't lie with your feelings. You can't hide anger and you can't hide love. And again, we're going to bring it back to the word. It's magic for you to think that you can hide anger or love from people. I propose to you that a lot of the stress and the issues and the problems that we go through mentally and physically in life is because we deny our righteous anger that we have at certain people. And because we love them, we try our best not to get angry at them. No, love is not an excuse for you to blindly bend over and get fucked up the ass. No, it's not. Love is not an excuse for you to blindly let your significant other have control over your mind and your money and to constantly get you to do things that you really don't want to do just because you're desperate for some pussy or if you're a female, you're desperate for some dick. There are other dicks and pussies in the world for you to keep going through mental, physical, and emotional trauma because you are an abusive, loveless relationship with a manipulating controller who tries to blame all their deficiencies and issues on you. That's called projection, my brother. When somebody has something wrong with them, but they project it off of themselves onto you. Sort of like a movie projector where somebody projects an image that is not true onto a screen and you watch it and you believe it, that's projection. So I propose to a lot of you females and a lot of you guys now that's in abusive relationships, y'all not getting y'all ass beat, but y'all getting y'all pride beat. Y'all getting y'all minds beat. Y'all walking around screaming and yelling into the telephone, smoking half ounces every two days, popping perks and zannies. Not because you're miserable and depressed, but because you're going through something with your baby mom. You're going through something with your significant other. And rather than punch her fucking teeth out, you decide to do drugs to calm down. So now you got another bitch, Perk 30. So now you're not another bitch, Zanny. And all three of them is killing you. Woo! Too much so. And no, I'm not angry. And no, I'm not upset. 
I'm just self-awake and aware to know that in order for my mental and physical survival, I can no longer associate myself with people who continually drain energy from the battery of my life. And if you look at energy as time, money, and weed, then people are always draining your battery. Even my youngins that tell me I'm their father figure and I'm the father they never had, they can't tell me that. They tell other people. They get back to me third hand because to tell another man that you love him is to be almost to be thought of as a faggot, to almost be thought of as weak. Today, when I was walking on my way to work to get on the subway, I heard the old heads hacking in front of the Young's, the little sausage spot on Broad and Erie, Germantown and Erie. And they was talking about one of their homies who had lost somebody. And they was talking about how he was crying like a baby. And they was saying it like it was almost unnatural. Like he was somehow less of a man. Like when he come back on the corner, they gonna give him the side eye because they saw him crying like a baby. Well, I propose to you that when you lose a loved one or when something traumatic happens to you, it's natural to cry like a baby. And because you don't cry like a baby, it's like having to take a shit and not taking a shit. What do you think happens to your insides when you constantly have to shit and don't shit? Well, let's look at mental shit. Now, you tell me that somebody in your family died, you lost somebody, and you didn't cry? And because you did cry, somehow your friends are looking at you like you soft or you less than a man? And you wonder why niggas lose their fucking mind? And you wonder why niggas is always uptight and angry? We can't show emotion. When we show emotion, we get looked at as less than a man. The only fucking emotion that people respect from a dude is anger and thirst. That's what we're supposed to be, angry and thirsty. If we thoughtful, if we calm, we don't care. If we indifferent and we laid back, we pussy. If we don't fuck every woman that move and comment on every ass that go by, we half a faggot and let's watch him. It's just, it's tiring, man. It's like, it's like we walk around acting like something we not. And it's magic to think otherwise. And if I may quote the brother A.R. Ad, it's magic that y'all niggas keep telling me that real niggas is real only because they either shoot people or have money. Having a violent reputation on the street and having your bag right don't make you real. What make you real is if you really like art and you run around drawing art no matter what none of your friends say about you. That's what makes you real. What makes you real is if you really are a weirdo and you really like skateboarding and, and wearing tight pants and drawing pictures and smelling the flowers, you shouldn't have waited till Little Wayne did it till you thought it was cool to do it. To me, that's somebody that's fake. That's somebody that's fraud. That's somebody that need to get outed. Somebody who is weird because they legitimately weird, that's cool. Because for it to be somebody cool, it gotta be somebody weird. And I'm going to tell you something that I've learned in 50 years. The weirdos is winning. Everybody that I thought was cool when I was 15, at 50, they either dead, in jail, hacking on the corner, married to some bitch that they don't like with some kids that they can't afford, and they constantly in somebody's bar 
or some other broad's crib or some other nigga's crib running away from their family. You could call it chilling. You could call it hanging. You could call it hustling. But at the end of the day, y'all niggas is running away from the family that you get mad at me because you say I don't create. The reason I don't have a fucking family is because the son I had, I had without me knowing I had him. Now, I'm going to say that again. Condoms pop. People pull motherfuckers out of clubs and they don't even remember their names because they be so high. And I propose to you that a lot of the anger that the young people that we have, it's not magic how they got it. It's not magic that they know that they are accident. It's not magic that they know that they mama and they daddy don't give a fuck about each other because they mama and they daddy constantly talk shit about each other in the presence of the child. No matter what beef my mom and my dad had and any of my mom and dad friends that I ever had a chance to associate with, they did not air their beef in front of us. Nowadays, guys and girls think nothing airing the mom or the dad out right in front of the kid and they think that because they didn't gave the kid the iphone to babysit them while they smoke they weed and do whatever it is they really want to do because they really don't want to babysit the kid you're doing it because the courts is making you you're doing it because an old head like me then checked you so many times in my rhymes and checked you so many times without really checking you i'm just talking i'm really not talking about you but I am talking about you and you taking it personal. And that's why y'all niggas be leaving every time I start talking. Because y'all don't got enough heart to tell me to shut the fuck up like you really want to. Because it's the truth and it's hurting your feelings. So you leave because you can't take it. That's real. And don't tell me it's not real because it happened to me when niggas do it to me. But I stand there and I take it. I take them slings and arrows. You know what I'm saying? Because steel sharpens steel. But y'all niggas was raised by a bunch of women. And this ain't no disrespect to no women. God bless all y'all single women. But I'm going to tell you this. When a nigga turned 12 or 11 or 10, well, I don't know what all these GMOs and all this puberty estrogen shit, but once you start getting hair on your penis and your underarms and your dick be hard every morning, nothing you say matters, mom. Nothing you say after that matters because you don't have a penis. And no matter how hard you try to grow one, you don't have one. That's why they go to the streets and that's why they fuck with Tyrone and OG Black and all the rest of them niggas that you say you can't stand. Because at the end of the day, as much as I love y'all, it gotta come from a man. And it's gonna be a thousand people that listen to this that's gonna attack me and call me names and whatever, whatever, you angry, you thirsty, you ain't got this, you ain't got that. Somebody told me I hurt. Okay, I understand all that. But listen to this. I've been working with your kids for 20 some years. And anybody that know me know I am a father figure to a lot of people. And they tell me a lot of shit that they don't put on Instagram. They tell me a lot of shit that they don't put on Facebook. And they tell me a lot of shit that they don't tell you about you. Maybe not you that's listening, but somebody somewhere knows what I'm talking about. You can't keep running down Delaware Avenue. You can't keep running down Old City. Having strange people watch your kids and think everything is honky-dory 365 days a year. Because it's not. It's not. And even if ain't nobody doing nothing crazy to them, the fact that they know deep down inside that you rather would be out chilling doing you than spending time with your kids, 
that hurts them. And no amount of Instagramming and no amount of Jordans and no amount of Playstations and trips to Disney World is going to make up for that shit. Because I tell you this, anybody that ever been to Mount Airy, anybody that ever been out to the suburbs and dealt with some of them suburban rich hoi polloi, white and black folk, know that some of them suburban rich get everything they want, spoil rotten kids, is some of the worst motherfuckers that God ever created. Because they have not learned the meaning of the word no. And again, it's magic for you to think that you can raise a child that never knows the meaning of the word no into anything but a spoiled, rotten brat and a punk who runs whenever something goes wrong. Who whenever somebody tells them no, they go into a hissy fit, lose their mind, suck their teeth, mumble under their breath, and act just like the mama that raised them. So again, it's magic for you to keep raising kids who can't read and write and still you reward them with Jordans. They get F's on their report card, get suspended from school, and y'all come up there wanting to argue with the teacher instead of trying to figure out what's going on with your child that's making them snap out in the school like this. And I don't want y'all to do me like y'all did Kanye. And I don't want y'all to do me like y'all did Bill Cosby. But realize what I'm saying is 100% true. I am in one of the worst traps in America at the moment that I'm speaking this to you. Motorcycles, dirt bikes, aliases, Hectors and Raphaels, the cartel is making dope sales and traps all around me as I speak to you. At any moment, we could get run down on by the highway patrol and they could smell something coming out this car. So don't hand me the sellout. Don't hand me the I don't know. I know I'm in the middle of it. But somebody got to say something, bro, because it's magic. See how everything goes back to the word magic? I'm learning. People tell me that I talk a lot. People tell me that I rant and I rave and, you know, you talk forever. No, I'm saying something. How come the boy talking about all the people he shot or lying on his dick? How come he don't never talk too much? How come the boy arguing about who better between LeBron and Kobe? How come he don't never talk too much? How come it's always the boys that's dropping jewels and scents and talking about shit that make you think. How come we always talk too much? Because I tell you like this, it's magic if you think a bunch of drugged out, burnt out, devilistic, satanistic, child sacrificing, ritualistic masons are gonna do anything to help the 85% of the deaf, dumb, and blind people be more than anything but more deaf, dumb, and blind. Because that's how they make their money making you deaf, dumb, and blind. It's magic for you to think that somebody who gets paid off of you being in slavery is ever going to offer you anything that's going to free you. You niggas is like a bunch of sheep thinking the wolf's going to let you stop being a dinner. I'm a Satan. Expecting the wolf to stop making you his dinner. It's magic for you to think that a wolf is not going to keep eating up the sheep. And I propose to you that our people have been turned so much into sheep that I have a word for it. I call them the sheeple. The new Jordans is coming out. I got to get them. Kanye is crazy. What he said, he worships George Bush. He worships the devil. 
And I'm going to say this, and y'all not going to like it. I don't agree with what Kanye said, but when you get down to the bottom line, he's 100% right. You didn't have a choice of whether or not you went into slavery, but you had a choice whether or not you jumped over that fucking slave ship. And a lot of our ancestors jumped off the slave ship. A lot of our ancestors fought to the death knowing they was going to die because they knew that death was better than slavery. And Killmonger in that movie that you motherfucking Black Power Rangers want to quote so much, I actually finally saw the movie. Killmonger was the hero of the movie. And the last thing he said was, no, and I'm paraphrasing here, punk pussy motherfucker, I don't want you to bury me. Throw me in the ocean with the rest of my ancestors who knew death was better than slavery. So I ask you again, why, what Kanye, because I didn't hear what he said, but from what I'm told, he said that slavery was a choice. Okay, slavery wasn't a choice, but whether or not you jumped off that slave ship was a choice. So I'm taking it to another level. I'm saying that death is better than slavery. I'm saying that a lot of our ancestors chose to die rather than come over here. Now, some of you would say that if everybody chose that route, there wouldn't be none of us here. I would say that you're wrong and that we've been here since day one. You just call them Indians. You just call them natives. But if you actually studied and researched instead of just going off fantasy, rumor, innuendo, stereotype, and what you heard, if you actually researched it and read a book by Ivan Van Serta McCall, they came before Columbus, you would know that our people have been coming here for thousands of years. If you took a trip to Mexico and looked at the Olmec heads, you would see the same similarities of the Egyptian pharaohs and the Sphinx. And I propose to you that if black people built that or people of a darker culture or color built that and they look the same, what makes you think they didn't do the same thing in Mexico? And these things is thousands of years before Columbus. And I could keep going on and on and on, but I digress. It's magic for y'all to think that the lion is ever going to get a chance to tell the story. The hunter is always the one to tell the story. And the hunter ain't going to tell you nothing except how he won the hunt. He ain't going to tell you about all the lions that whooped his ass. He ain't going to tell you about all the lions that tore them hunters up. He only going to show you the trophy of the big lion that he shot. So again, it's magic for you lions to think that you're going to learn anything from the hunter except how to get caught. <laughs> so, you know, hopefully these dimes of dope ain't going too far over y'all heads. I'm really trying to give you parables like the boy y'all call Jesus. And again, it's magic for so many people to blindly worship. Well, I'm not going to go there, but I'm just going to say this. The letter J is only 600 years old. So if there really was somebody who did all that that y'all say he did, his name certainly wasn't Jesus. So again, it's magic for you motherfuckers to tell me that somebody who lived 2,000 years ago was named after a letter that only became known 600 years ago. And it's also magic for you people to tell me that they wrote the Bible 
when nobody during that time wrote. That's why it was called the oral tradition. Oral tradition, oral. Word of mouth, storytelling. Thank you very much. It's magic for y'all to believe otherwise. So again, dimes are dope, magic. We started out with Ben Simmons. We ended up with Jesus. And I propose to you that if Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid somehow magically, <laughs> see how that tied in? Magically bring an NBA title to Philadelphia, he'll be the new Jesus, at least in Philadelphia. Well, it'll be a holy trinity. Ben Simmons, Carson Wentz, and Meek Mills. <laughs> EJ's dimes are dope, man. Side it off. Peace. Shaman EBOGWP60, aka EBOGWP5919, Chief Rocker BD's Freestyle Fanatic, Senior Spitters, Minister of Information and Propaganda for the Mighty, Mighty, Mighty Super Bowl winning PTG Bird Gang. And finally, after years and years of co hosting and people telling me, man, you need to get a podcast, I finally went ahead and did it. I downloaded Anchor, and this is my third podcast of EJ's Dying to Dope, Rubber Jamal's. Dimes of dope. OGE Bizzles, Dimes of dope. Freestyle Fanatics, Dimes of dope. Yeah, that's me. Dimes of dope. Once again, Dimes assists like Ben Simmons. This topic is called magic, and it's called magic for many reasons. But first, we're going to start off with all the comparisons of the rookie sensation, Ben Simmons, to LeBron James. While he may resemble somewhat the LeBron situation and the fact that him and LeBron is buddies and him and LeBron got the same management and the same agency. If you actually look at his game and stop magically being manipulated by the press clippings and the media and don't look at his connection between him and LeBron and just look at him as a basketball player, his game most resembles Magic Johnson, a big tall point guard who had abnormal point guard skills for a tall man who saw the floor very well, who ran the floor very well, who was very, 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 very gifted in his ability to pass. And when he first came into the league, he couldn't shoot a jump shot to save his life. Same as Ben Simmons. So to me, he gets all these triple doubles and he has all this success without a legitimate jump shot. Watch his game. He be scoring 18 points a game. He averages 18 points a game, probably eight rebounds, an X amount of assists, he almost averages a triple-double. Now, I shouldn't be on my podcast freestyling. I should have actually looked up the statistics before I got on here, but that's one of the great things about Brother Jamal, Brother EJ, and OG Bizzle, is my freestyling rap ability really helps me in this podcasting uh, social media situation because I don't need statistics. I don't need a hype man. I don't need a person to go google up or sports center up or youtube up something because i actually do it in my life and i got total recall now while i can't give you the exact statistics that ben simmons has i can tell you that he's nearly averaging a triple double and it's 18 points eight rebounds nine assists something like that but the point i'm trying to make is there hasn't been a rookie in 40 years who do what he do and the last person that has done it is magic johnson which is why I wanted to call this magic. I also wanted to call this magic because something else is magical. Common sense. Common sense is not that common. Common sense is so uncommon that people look at it like it's a magical ability. Like magically, 
I've been able to use my mouth to make money my whole life. Now, it hasn't been for rapping, but it has been for rapping to people, rapping to people, rapping about their problems, rapping about their issues. I propose to you that you got to excuse the podcast uh, situation because I'm really out of the pod. A lot of y'all niggas be podcasting in your grandma's motherfucking basement. A lot of y'all be podcasting in your posh suburban townhouse. I'm podcasting in the middle of the trap on second and in the middle of North Philadelphia Badlands on second and let's just say that I'm close to a street called American Street and it ain't nobody American on the fucking street. Everybody that lives on American Street was born somewhere the fuck else. So again, magically, we don't have any common sense. Common sense is so uncommon, it should be a superpower. And here is where people don't have any common sense. Common sense would say, if you're going to spend most of your life working, and you do spend most of your life working and sleeping and driving back and forth to work. Now, if you take your average 24-hour day of a 9 to 5 working person, and it's even worse for a business owner or somebody that's on the grind and the hustle, because when you're on the grind and the hustle and you don't have the safety net of a paycheck every two weeks, you never sleep because you're always out trying to make money. Point I'm trying to make is it's magical for somebody to think that they're going to spend all their time either working, driving to work, or sleeping, and that they can have a job or a career that they really don't like. And somehow that's not going to affect their life. That's magic if you think that's possible. It's make believe and hocus pocus. That's why you should always get a job enjoying what you do. Then therefore, when you get up in the morning, you don't feel like you're going to a death sentence and you're carrying a heavy medicine ball and a big ass ball and chain or you like Atlas holding the world on your shoulders with a mean evil face going to work, which is why you'd be looking like you'd be gangbanging on breakfast. I don't understand why you're so mad with your fruit smoothie and yet, you know, whole grain muffin, sister. I don't understand why you're mad, brother. You work for SEPTA. You work for the gas company. You're a police officer. You have a legitimate paycheck in which you probably earn more than $1,000 every two weeks after bills. Maybe even every week if you do overtime. So I don't see what you got to be mad about. Maybe it's because when you was a little kid, you didn't dream about digging up ditches for the water company. Maybe you didn't dream about driving the motherfucking scepter bus. Or maybe you didn't dream about being a suburban station train operator. But I tell you, brother, it's honoring all work and it's better than slaying dope. Huh. It's better than begging off your girl. Huh. Real talk. So again, it's magic for y'all to believe otherwise about certain things in life. You think that insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. That's magic. If you get up every day and get high, and you don't work out or exercise, and you eat fatty fried foods, and you wonder why you're overweight. It's magic for you to believe that you're gonna lose that weight without making some changes in your life. So again, this is called magic because we magically believe that things are gonna happen without us putting in the work to make them happen. It's magic, my brother. Again, common sense is so uncommon, it should be considered a superpower. Here's a more than an example of how we don't have common sense. Good morning, Shakita. How are you? How do you know my name? Well, you work for Wendy's and it's right there glued across your nameplate. 
Again, how do you think I knew your name was Shakita? It's on your nameplate. So why are you asking me, how do I know your name? Because she's become a robot and a slave to her job and she's forgotten that her name is tattooed across her chest and it's there for the world to see. Similar to the young lady who has her son's name tattooed across her neck and she thinks I'm somewhat of a superhuman and it's magical that I knew her son's name. No, I don't know your son's name, but I know that most females don't get their man tattooed across their neck. I know that most females don't have a good enough relationship with their dad to get their dad's name tattooed across their neck. And while a lot of females are psychotic and disturbed, I don't think that they would get Chris Brown tattooed across their neck unless their son's name was Chris Brown. So again, when OGE Bizzle is able to tell you your son's name without ever knowing you, it's because you have your son's name tattooed on your neck. And it's not 100% correct. And I know a lot of you are listening to this saying, oh, I know somebody who don't got their son's name tattooed on their neck. That's right. There's millions of people who don't have their son's tattoo name tattooed on their neck. But from where I stand and from what I see and from the women that I know, very few of them is going to tattoo anybody across their neck that can come and go as they please. And the only man in a woman's life that can't really come and go as he pleases is the fucking son. Because you're always going to have a connection to your mother no matter where you are. Again, that's why this is called Dimes of Dope. Because I'm always dropping dimes of dope. Shit that gets you high. Shit that you ain't never really thought about. But when you really think about it, you're like, damn, that shit is right. I'm always right. That's why I don't have no friends. I don't speak on shit unless I know I'm right. I don't speak on something unless I thought about it for a long, 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 long time. A lot of times I freestyle this shit. I can freestyle my thoughts, but I can't freestyle my feelings. Again, you can lie about your thoughts. You can lie with your words, but you can't lie with your feelings. You can't hide anger and you can't hide love. And again, we're going to bring it back to the word. It's magic for you to think that you can hide anger or love from people. I propose to you that a lot of the stress and the issues and the problems that we go through mentally and physically in life is because we deny our righteous anger that we have at certain people. And because we love them, we try our best not to get angry at them. No, love is not an excuse for you to blindly bend over and get fucked up the ass. No, it's not. Love is not an excuse for you to blindly let your significant other have control over your mind and your money and to constantly get you to do things that you really don't want to do just because you're desperate for some pussy or if you're a female, you're desperate for some dick. There are other dicks and pussies in the world for you to keep going through mental, physical, and emotional trauma because you are an abusive, loveless relationship with a manipulating control who tries to blame all their deficiencies and issues on you. That's called projection, my brother. When somebody has something wrong with them, but they project it off of themselves onto you. Sort of like a movie projector, where somebody projects an image that is not true onto a screen, and you watch it and you believe it, that's projection. So I propose to a lot of you females, and a lot of you guys now, it's in abusive relationships, Y'all not getting y'all ass beat, but y'all getting y'all pride beat. Y'all getting y'all minds beat. Y'all walking around screaming and yelling into the telephone, smoking half ounces every two days, popping perks and xannies. Not because you're miserable and depressed, but because you're going through something with your baby mom. You're going through something with your significant other. And rather than punch her fucking teeth out, 
you decide to do drugs to calm down. So now you got another bitch, Perk 30. So now you got another bitch, Xanny. And all three of them is killing you. Woo! Too much so. And no, I'm not angry. And no, I'm not upset. I'm just self-awake and aware to know that in order for my mental and physical survival, I can no longer associate myself with people who continually drain energy from the battery of my life. And if you look at energy as time, money, and weed, then people are always draining your battery. Even my youngest that tell me I'm a father figure and I'm the father they never had, they can't tell me that. They tell other people they get back to me third hand because to tell another man that you love him is to be almost to be thought of as a faggot, to almost be thought of as weak. Today, when I was walking on my way to work to get on the subway, I heard the old heads hacking in front of the youngs, the little sausage spot on board area, Germantown area, and they was talking about one of their homies who had lost somebody, and they was talking about how he was crying like a baby, and they was saying it like it was almost unnatural, like he was somehow less of a man, like when he come back on the corner, they gonna give him the side eye because they saw him crying like a baby. Well, I propose to you that when you lose a loved one or when something traumatic happens to you, it's natural to cry like a baby. And because you don't cry like a baby, it's like having to take a shit and not taking a shit. What do you think happens to your insides when you constantly have to shit and don't shit? Well, let's look at mental shit. Now, you tell me that somebody in your family died you lost somebody and you didn't cry and because you did cry somehow your friends are looking at you like you soft or you less than a man and you wonder why niggas lose their fucking mind and you wonder why niggas is always uptight and angry we can't show emotion when we show emotion we get looked at as less than a man the only fucking emotion that people respect from a dude is anger and thirst that's what we're supposed to be, angry and thirsty. If we thoughtful, if we calm, we don't care. If we indifferent and we laid back, we pussy. If we don't fuck every woman that moves and comment on every ass that go by, we half a faggot and let's watch him. It's just, it's tiring, man. It's like, it's like we walk around acting like something we not. And it's magic to think otherwise. And if I may quote the brother A.R. Ad, it's magic that y'all niggas keep telling me that real niggas is real only because they either shoot people or have money. Having a violent reputation on the street and having your bag right don't make you real. What make you real is if you really like art and you run around drawing art no matter what none of your friends say about you. That's what makes you real. What makes you real is if you really are a weirdo and you really like skateboarding and, and wearing tight pants and drawing pictures and smelling the flowers, you shouldn't have waited till Little Wayne did it till you thought it was cool to do it. To me, that's somebody that's fake. That's somebody that's fraud. That's somebody that needs to get out of. Somebody who is weird because they legitimately weird, that's cool. Because for it to be somebody cool, it gotta be somebody weird. And I'm gonna tell you something that I've learned in different years. The weirdos is women. 
Everybody that I thought was cool when I was 15, at 50, they either dead, in jail, hacking on the corner, married to some bitch that they don't like with some kids that they can't afford and they constantly in somebody's bar or some other broad's crib or some other nigga's crib running away from their family. You could call it chilling. You could call it hanging. You could call it hustling. But at the end of the day, y'all niggas is running away from the family that you get mad at me because you say I don't create. The reason I don't have a fucking family is because the son I had, I had without me knowing I had him. Now I'm going to say that again. Condoms pop. People pull motherfuckers out of clubs and they don't even remember their names because they be so high. And I propose to you that a lot of the anger that the young people that we have, it's not magic how they got it. It's not magic that they know that they are accident. It's not magic that they know that they mama and they daddy don't give a fuck about each other because they mama and they daddy constantly talk shit about each other in the presence of the child. No matter what beef my mom and my dad had and any of my mom and dad friends that I ever had a chance to associate with, they did not air their beef in front of us. Nowadays, guys and girls think nothing of airing the mom or the dad out right in front of the kid. And they think that because they didn't gave the kid the iPhone to babysit them while they smoke they weed and do whatever it is they really want to do. Because they really don't want to babysit the kid. You're doing it because the courts is making you. You're doing it because an old head like me then checked you so many times in my rhymes and checked you so many times without really checking you. I'm just talking. I'm really not talking about you, but I am talking about you and you taking it personal. And that's why y'all niggas be leaving every time I start talking. Because y'all don't got enough heart to tell me to shut the fuck up like you really want to. Because it's the truth and it's hurting your feeling. So you leave because you can't take it. That's real. And don't tell me it's not real because it happened to me when niggas do it to me. But I stand there and I take I take them slings and arrows. You know what I'm saying? Because steel sharpens steel. But y'all niggas was raised by a bunch of women. And this ain't no disrespect to no women. God bless all y'all single women. But I'm going to tell you this. When a nigga turned 12 or 11 or 10, well, I don't know what all these GMOs and all this puberty estrogen shit but once you start getting hair on your penis and your underarms and your dick be hard every morning, nothing you say matters, mom. Nothing you say after that matters because you don't have a penis. And no matter how hard you try to grow one, you don't have one. That's why they go to the streets and that's why they fuck with Tyrone and OG Black and all the rest of the niggas that you say you can't stand. Because at the end of the day, as much as I love y'all, it gotta come from a man and it's gonna be a thousand people that listen to this that's gonna attack me and call me names and whatever whatever you angry you thirsty you ain't got this you ain't got that somebody told me i hurt okay i understand all that but listen to this i've been working with your kids for 20 some years and anybody that know me know i am a father figure to a lot of people and they tell me a lot of shit that they don't put on Instagram. They tell me a lot of shit that they don't put on Facebook. And they tell me a lot of shit that they don't tell you about you. Maybe not you that's listening, but somebody somewhere knows what I'm talking about. You can't keep running down Delaware Avenue. You can't keep running down Old City 
having strange people watch your kids and think everything is honky dory 365 days a year because it's not it's not and even if ain't nobody doing nothing crazy to them the fact that they know deep down inside that you rather would be out chilling doing you than spending time with your kids that hurts them and no amount of instagramming and no amount of jordans and no amount of playstations and trips to disney world is gonna make up for that shit. because i tell you this anybody that ever been to mount airy anybody that ever been out to the suburbs and dealt with some of them suburban rich hoi polloi white and black folk know that some of them suburban rich get everything they want spoiled rotten kids is some of the worst motherfuckers that god ever created because they have not learned the meaning of the word no and again it's magic for you to think that you can raise a child that never knows the meaning of the word no into anything but a spoiled rotten brat in a punk who runs whenever something goes wrong who whenever somebody tells them no they go into a hissy fit lose their mind suck their teeth mumble under their breath and act just like the mama that raised them so again it's magic for you to keep raising kids who can't read and write and still you reward them with jordans they get f's on their report card get suspended from school and y'all come up there wanting to argue with the teacher instead of trying to figure out what's going on with your child that's making them snap out in the school like this and i don't want y'all to do me like y'all did kanye and i don't want y'all to do me like y'all did bill cosby but realize what i'm saying is 100 percent true i am in one of the worst traps in america at the moment that i'm speaking this to you motorcycles dirt bikes aliases hectors and raphael's the cartel is making dope sales and traps all around me as i speak to you at any moment we could get run down on by the highway patrol and they could smell something coming out this car so don't hand me the sellout don't hand me the i don't know i know i'm in the middle of it but somebody gotta say something bro, because it's magic see how everything goes back to the word magic i'm learning People tell me that I talk a lot. People tell me that I rant and I rave and, you know, you talk forever. No, I'm saying something. How come the boy talking about all the people he shot or lying on his dick? How come he don't never talk too much? How come the boy arguing about who's better between LeBron and Kobe? How come he don't never talk too much? How come it's always the boys that's dropping jewels and scents and talking about shit that make you think? How come we always talk too much? Because I tell you like this, it's magic if you think a bunch of drugged out, burnt out, devilistic, satanistic, child sacrificing, ritualistic masons are going to do anything to help the 85% of the deaf, dumb, and blind people be more than anything but more deaf, dumb, and blind. Because that's how they make their money, making you deaf, dumb, and blind. It's magic for you to think that somebody who gets paid off of you being in slavery is ever going to offer you anything that's going to free you. You niggas is like a bunch of sheep thinking the wolf's going to let you stop being a dinner. I'm a Satan. Expecting the wolf to stop making you his dinner. It's magic for you to think that a wolf is not going to keep eating up the sheep. And I propose to you that our people have been turned so much into sheep 
that I have a word for. I call them the sheeple. The new Jordans is coming out. I got to get them. Kanye is crazy. What he said, he, he, he worships George Bush. He worships the devil. And I'm going to say this, and y'all not going to like it. I don't agree with what Kanye said, but when you get down to the bottom line, he's 100% right. You didn't have a choice of whether or not you went into slavery, but you had a choice whether or not you jumped over that fucking slave ship. And a lot of our ancestors jumped off the slave ship. A lot of our ancestors fought to the death knowing they was going to die because they knew that death was better than slavery. And Killmonger in that movie that you motherfucking Black Power Rangers want to quote so much, I actually finally saw the movie. Killmonger was the hero of the movie. And the last thing he said was, no, and I'm paraphrasing here, punk pussy motherfucker, I don't want you to bury me. Throw me in the ocean with the rest of my ancestors who knew death was better than slavery. So I ask you again, why, what Kanye, because I didn't hear what he said, but from what I'm told, he said that slavery was a choice. Okay, slavery wasn't a choice, but whether or not you jumped off that slave ship was a choice. So I'm taking it to another level. I'm saying that death is better than slavery. I'm saying that a lot of our ancestors chose to die rather than come over here. Now, some of you would say that if everybody chose that route, there wouldn't be none of us here. I would say that you're wrong and that we've been here since day one. You just call them Indians. You just call them natives. But if you actually study and research instead of just going off fantasy, rumor, innuendo, stereotype, and what you heard, if you actually researched it, and read a book by Ivan Van Serdam called They Came Before Columbus, you would know that our people have been coming here for thousands of years. If you took a trip to Mexico and looked at the Olmec heads, you would see the same similarities of the Egyptian pharaohs and the Spence. And I propose to you that if black people built that or people of a darker culture or color built that and they looked the same, what makes you think they didn't do the same thing in Mexico? And these things is thousands of years before Columbus. And I could keep going on and on and on, but I digress. It's magic for y'all to think that the lion is ever going to get a chance to tell the story. The hunter is always the one to tell the story. And the hunter ain't going to tell you nothing except how he won the hunt. He ain't going to tell you about all the lions that whooped his ass. He ain't going to tell you about all the lions that tore them hunters up. He only going to show you the trophy of the big lion that he shot. So again, it's magic for you lions to think that you won't learn anything from the hunter except how to get caught. <laughs> so, you know, hopefully these dimes of dope ain't going too far over y'all heads. I'm really trying to give you parables like the boy y'all call Jesus. And again, it's magic for so many people to blindly worship. Well, I'm not going to go there. But... I'm just going to say this. The letter J is only 600 years old. So if there really was somebody who did all that that y'all say he did, his name certainly wasn't Jesus. 
So again, it's magic for you motherfuckers to tell me that somebody who lived 2,000 years ago was named after a letter that only became known 600 years ago. And it's also magic for you people to tell me that they wrote the Bible when nobody during that time wrote. That's why it was called the oral tradition. Oral tradition, oral. Word of mouth, storytelling. Thank you very much. It's magic for y'all to believe otherwise. So again, dimes are dope, magic. We started out with Ben Simmons. We ended up with Jesus. And I propose to you that if Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid somehow magically, <laughs> see how that tied in? Magically bring an NBA title in Philadelphia, he'll be the new Jesus, at least in Philadelphia. Well, it'd be a holy trinity. Ben Simmons, Carson Wentz, and Meek Mills. <laughs> EJ's dimes are dope, man. Side it off, please.